Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Welcome. You're listening to a Day of Prayer's morning Bible study. My name is Layla, and we're so glad you could join us this morning. But before we get into the Word, let's take a moment and pray. God, we thank you for today, and we thank you for another lovely opportunity to spend time in your Word, God, to learn more about you. And we just thank you for who you are and what you've done, Lord. And we ask that you'll bless us, Lord, and that you'll keep us and show us things to come, Lord, and minister to each and every one of us our needs. In Jesus' name, amen. In amen. Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We're glad to have you with us as we continue our study in the book of Ephesians. And this morning, we are beginning chapter 6. So, we're going to cover the first nine verses. Could I get a volunteer to read that section of scripture, please? I will. All right, Charles. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with you and you may live long in the earth. And you fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. Bondservants, be obedient to those who are your masters, according to the flesh, with fear and trembling, in sincerity of heart, as to Christ. Not with eye service, as men, men pleasers, but as bondservants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. With good will doing service, as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that whatever good anyone does, he will receive the same from the Lord, whether he is a slave or free. And you, masters, do the same things to them, giving up threatening, knowing that your own master also is in heaven, and there is no partiality with him. Amen. So, at this time we're going to open the floor up and give each of you the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and ask any questions that you have. So who'd like to begin? I will. All right, LaCharles. Well, the first thing that the Lord was showing and speaking to me about is that we see here that Paul begins, um, we were just reading inside of chapter 5 where he talked about spouses, and then we got down to the children, but what he's saying is not to obey doing the parents and anything that they tell you, but we're supposed to be obeying um and the things that the Lord wants us to do. We see that constantly inside the New Testament, there was examples, one being inside of Ezekiel 18, where it was talking about how the Lord does not judge people according to what their parents do um, and the actions that the parents set. And it tells us specifically to break away if your parents are doing sin to do something that's right, meaning doing the righteous actions that are necessary. That's what we should be doing. But we also see here that Paul is getting at we're supposed to be doing everything that the Lord commands the parents to tell the children on what to do. It's not just whatever pops into the mind of the parents. And that's what has to be done because that's not what the Lord does or says. Amen. God is our example as a righteous father. He guides us and he trains us. And when we look at the word of God, we always have to remember that heaven is first. Mm-hmm. And... Earth is the copy, if I could just put it in plain terms. 
Heaven is the original, earth is the copy. So the things that we have on the earth are a replica or a demonstration of something that's already in heaven. God looks at us as a family. That's why we're called sons of the Most High God, right? And he is the father and the Lord Jesus is the son because there is a familial setup. So naturally he would be able or he would be the one to dictate what the family dynamic should look like and what the proper order is because it's a replica of him. Now, with this, something we should also take note of and see here that the parents should be doing what's righteous because God is a righteous parent. He's a righteous father. Um, but the children should not be trying to usurp the authority of, the, of their parents because God gave them that authority. Much like his creation, God's creation, Lucifer, for example, should not have tried to usurp God's authority by replacing him, right? Do you guys see that dynamic? Yes. yes. Um, Lucifer as a created being was a son of God. The angels are often referenced as sons of God, but we are referenced as sons of God as, as well in children of light, children of the father, right? So that's a very clear dynamic that's already displayed throughout the scriptures. But Lucifer said, I don't like this arrangement. I'll be God. I'm going to sit in your place. I'm going to do what you do. And essentially you're going to worship me. Let's reverse these roles because that's what I want. So likewise, when we see children that are rebellious, what is it often that they want? To reverse the roles, right? They become the ones in authority or, and the parents become subject to them or they flee from the authority of their parents altogether. Now, again, I'm talking about the structure that God set up. So that means each component of the family should respect the divine order that's set and fulfill their role in honor of God. Plain and simple. So the parents should be doing what's right because God asked them to do what's right and setting a righteous example for their children. The children should be doing what's right, obeying what their parents are telling them because their parents are telling them right and honor to God because God said that's what he wants to happen. And he said yes. that's what's that's what's required and what's right. And it, it carries on um, so on and so forth. So I think that's important, even when it comes to um, bond servants. You know, I, I think modern day people think slavery is taboo and they forget that every culture has been enslaved and they tend to focus on just one selective group and, you know, talking about things. But here it is clearly in the scriptures that people have been slaves from for a long time. And I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's OK. Um, some people were slaves because that's what they chose to be. And um, they had the right to make that choice if that's what they wanted. But you could also look at this as employees. Right? I've heard military service member <laughs> service members claim that they think they're slaves. They feel like slaves after they got past the initial um, absolutely enticements and the the bells and whistles and the excitement. They've quickly figured out, hey. And I would say I've heard more than one. I've heard a <laughs> quite a few say that they just realized in, in their opinion, they are slaves to the U.S. government. But nonetheless, whatever brought you to that and as you serve, you should be serving as unto the Lord and not with a heart of unlovingness or ungodliness or from a wrong perspective. Charles, you want to say something? Yes, mommy. As you were speaking, the Lord was reminding me of how it seems like there's two different sections here. One's talking about bond servants 
and one's talking about parents, but the Lord's showing me that we see inside of Jesus, he was serving the Father, mm-hmm. meaning that he was doing what he wanted to, his will inside the earth, and how we're supposed to take that same role while we aren't slaves. We should be serving our parents as the Lord wants us to do, meaning that sometimes mom and dad, you ask us to do certain tasks. It's not because you guys are incapable, but mm-hmm. it gives us, gives us a chance to demonstrate our love. And we have an opportunity to learn. That's the more yes. specific thing. The showing, demonstrating your love is a, a byproduct. But the reason we ask you to do certain things is so that you can learn. So that you're capable when it's time for you to be at the helm of your own life, but also at your of your own family. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, sweetheart. And Go how we want to put them inside of different categories, but we see inside of the Gospels multiple chi- times. Jesus didn't say, oh, Father, I'm just as good as you. But he was submitted to it. And I like to read from um, this will be Luke chapter two. And this is where he's inside. They found him after he was inside the temple. And I'll read inside of verse 48 to um, 50. So when they saw him, they were amazed. And his mother said to him, son, why have you done this to us? Look, your father and I have sought you anxiously. And he said to them, why did you seek me? Did you not know that I must be about my father's business? But they did not understand the statement which he spoke to them. Meaning that while Jesus was perfect, he still had to come inside the order and alignment that was already set up inside the earth. And that's something that you brought up, Mommy. Um, that the Lord has placed certain roles and positions inside this earth, not for us to usurp them. Jesus didn't get to usurp them even though he was God. Meaning that mm-hmm. he didn't get to be relieved of that part of it. He still had to go into um submit himself and as humans we tend to put jesus in his own category we want to do the power of the miracles that he did but we most times we refuse to walk in the example that he sent mm-hmm. being that he was submitted he served his disciples while he was the master mm-hmm. we see inside the last supper he washed their feet mm-hmm. and something there's a correlation here to the bond servant that applies to us because if you if you think back or you go study through the the new testament you'll see often that paul calls himself a bond servant of christ and he didn't yes. say it shamefully he didn't say it um arrogantly he didn't say it in in any way other than acknowledging this is what's right but he wasn't angry with god but this what what's unique about the bond servant or slave is that they don't get to do their own will uh-huh. and um, that is important, and that's a, a high note. Honey, you had something you wanted to say? Well, yeah, so uh, and something that you have both been getting at, you especially with Charles here, when you were looking at children and bond servants, how they are required. Really, it's we like to categorize them in different, you know, have a different perspective towards it. Mm-hmm. But let's, let's, I'll say hit the way, way back machine for a second. We just got done talking about wives and husbands and marriage like Christ and the church, which is his body, which is his bride, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Do you, we not see the pattern here? It's the same thing throughout. The same heart, the same mind or mindset and attitude towards everybody, whether it's the spouse whether it's the children or whether it's those in authority over you or those in authority or that you have authority over. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Whether that's children or, or 
masters or bond servants, right? Jesus said well, a number of things, but he said very plainly that he only did what his father said and did, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Which were the things that were pleasing to him. I, he said, I only do the, the things that are pleasing to my father. And, and even said that was the difference. Right? In, uh, and this is in John 8, of verse 30. And he says, I speak what I have seen from my father, and you what you have seen with your father. Denoting a difference. But we are called to be sons and daughters, as you brought up, honey, honey. Mm-hmm. Sons and daughters of the Lord Most High. So whether it's towards my honey, honey, my spouse, mm-hmm. or my children, I'm still required to do the same things, which is bring it before the Lord. He said very plainly as it pertains to children, this is the first commandment with a promise. And, and what was it? Right? You're told to be obedient to your parents and to honor your father and mother. Mm-hmm. Well, if we really study that out, and I don't know that we're going to do that at this time, but well, we have a heavenly father, and that's exactly what Jesus was talking about. But then you also, who's my father and mother's? Or who's, who is my father and mother? Or my mother and brother, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Those that do the will of my father mm-hmm. in heaven. Mm-hmm. But then also, if you really study out the mother, and you can see this in Genesis in the garden with the prophetic word given from Adam, and you see it throughout Scripture. It's the heavenly, the mother is the heavenly community, the new Jerusalem. Heaven as home. Heaven as yeah. home. Heaven right, right. as home represents is the mother. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So in there, we can understand this. I'll say it in this way nothing will enter in as it's being purified right now. We're on the earth making a choice mm-hmm. of is God going to be our God and we're going to be his people, uh, right? Is he going to be our father and we're sons and daughters of the Lord Most High? Mm-hmm. Or are we going to be in opposition to him? Because to re-enter the heavenly community, nothing will enter in that even causes a lie. Mm-hmm. So in order to do that, then we must follow, uh, well, if you will, I'll say the Ten Commandments, right? Thou shalt have no other gods before me. And what he said, because that's the first commandment, right? He said, this is the first commandment with a promise. And he says it elsewhere, all right, that you should love the Lord your God with all your what? Heart, soul, soul. mind, and strength. Okay. The entirety of your being, not certain aspects. It has to be you, whole, complete, lacking nothing, spirit, soul, and body. And this is clearly something that, well, we all need to get a hold of because he references it again in Colossians in chapter 3. Right? The whole thing talking about the home, the Christian home, Paul does. Right? And, and it begins in verse 18, but he addresses wives, he addresses husbands, he again addresses children, telling them to obey their parents in all things, for it's well-pleasing to the Lord. And then he says, fathers, do not provoke your children, lest they become discouraged. And then... Starting in verse 22, he again addresses bond servants. Obey in all things your masters according to the flesh. Not with eye service as men pleasers, right? So we, we see that it has to be a heartfelt thing. Mm-hmm. And it's always notwithstanding that whatever you're being commanded is 
as long as it's not in opposition to Christ, like Nebuchadnezzar saying, bow and worship this golden statue, that violates God. So you can't keep one commandment by violating another commandment. That doesn't work. But when you walk in love and your heart towards God is to honor what he's already ordained, he will give you wisdom and guidance in how to walk it out. Um, But it also goes back to what we were just saying of every, regardless of what position or role or that you find yourself in, right? Jesus, as the pattern example, is and was and is God. And he was still a son. And the father said multiple times, three times that are recorded in the Gospels, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Listen to him. Right? Yes. Yes. Denoting a difference. Why? Because as he said, I only do the things that are pleasing to him. And that's for us as well. We have to be in tune with the Lord, directed and guided by him, doing what he commands. Mm-hmm. And we have to have clear vision of Amen. what we're doing and why we're doing. As you see, he told the the bond servants, and I think that one's really particular to, to provide clarity to all the other dynamics that he shared, um, doing it as unto the Lord. Um, not a, not with eye service as man pleasers, but as bond servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. That goes and permeates all of the different areas and the the places that God called called us to respect. You know the position that we're in, but the position that others are in. And when we put our eyes on the human that's occupying the position that we have to pay respect to or something of that nature. That's where I think humans get tripped up because they go, well, you don't deserve it. You don't earn my, you don't deserve my respect. You haven't earned it, you know, things of that nature. And they start looking at the quality of the human that's occupying a position and they forget Christ, the one who created the position and that what you are doing from your heart is to honor him and the human person just gets the benefit. But, you know, again, that, that comes to our heart and it comes to a level of maturity and a level of willingness to take up the place of being a bond servant, laying down the ability to do what you think you should do, what you feel like you want to do. And I'm, I'm using air quotes around think and feel like mm-hmm. um, to take up what God says is right because you love him. That's what Christ constantly and consistently displayed and walked in throughout his life. Now, I'm not saying Christ had a different perspective from the Father, um, like he wanted something different that the Father wanted. But even when it came to saving his natural life, he would not take another course other than what the Father set before him. So even though the natural senses that God gave him were screaming out, saying, nope, we want to save our lives. Self-preservation is in here. We know how this works. We're not going to do it. He said, nevertheless, I'm going to do the will of God. All this part of me is screaming out, but I don't care. I'm going to stay committed and fulfill and follow through on the track that my heavenly father set before me because I understand the divine order that he set and the divine plan that he desires. Amen. Promise. Well, as you, as we all have been talking thus far about bond servants and sons, the Lord has reminded me of how the father should be teaching their son what they learned from the Lord. And especially since the Lord gives us things to receive from him to teach our children, we should also be teaching them how to follow the Lord first. So that when the opportunity comes, to, and 
in their private lives, they can also follow it themselves. And the same applies with bond servants. The Lord reminds me of what it talks about what the Lord thinks about the bond servants. He treats them as his own son, as his sons. The mm-hmm. same should apply here. We shouldn't be acting as though they're strangers out the streets, but we should be loving them with the love of God in order to provide for them. And no matter what, when they do the things with the Lord, that we're proud of them and we're able to bless them and not just trying to keep things from them, I would say. Mm-hmm. We want to teach them and not keep them in the dark. Amen. 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 Well, let's pause there for today. There's a lot in there and... uh you know, want to be respectful of people's time. Mm. So can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right, I promise. Lord, I just thank you for today. Just thank you for giving us the opportunity and the ability to know you, Lord, as a one-to-one relationship, Lord. And Lord, I also just thank you for giving us your son, Lord, to teach us and be our prime example, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. And amen. Well, we love you. God bless you, and have a wonderful day. Want to know more about a day of prayer? Sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry, inspiring messages, and coupon codes for the merch shop. Visit our website, adayofprayer.org. Click on Connect in the menu bar and complete the form. Be sure to check the box that says Subscribe. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.